Hello, hello, hello. My name is Cedric. And I'm Donnell. And this is Yeah, We Said It, a podcast dedicated to all things tennis related. We venture to stand out boldly as we discuss your favorite player and the entire 411 or lack thereof surrounding them. No competitor, result, or wig is safe. Get ready to laugh because we're here and yeah, we said it. How you doing today, Donnell? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. What's up? Not much. I, uh, working hard, doing a lot of stuff, but I'm having fun with all of it. And this is, this is a really exciting time for both of us starting this podcast. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, quite a while. <laughs> so it's, fine. it's good to finally get it started and get it on the, get it on the move. Oof. Let's get down to it. All right, so women's draw first, right? But we're going to go through a little bit of news. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Francis Tiafo. So he won that tournament in Delray Beach. Um, that was his first big tournament win. He beat several good players, went through Delpo and Chung and some really, really good players to win that title. How do you think that's going to work out for him as far as going into Indian Wells and going forward from there? Well, I think he got a good draw in Indian Wells. He plays, uh, I think he pronounced it Escobedo, another young American. But, but um, I hope that this title propels him into, into bigger and better things. He talked a lot about finally having this off of his back and being able to, you know, play a little bit more freely. And I hope that really works out for him because it's been a long time coming. His, his record on tour before, you know, those, those successful two weeks he just had was abysmal. Right. Um, it was it was good to see him make that first quarterfinal and then like add on to that the the very next week and actually do even better. I mean it would it would have been good for him to just make another quarterfinal or a semifinal considering his record, but then to go all the way to the title, I thought that was pretty great. Right, right, and got some quality scouts on the way too. Yeah, so I hope I hope he can. I'm just like you. I hope he can um, do some some great things moving forward, and um, and maybe you know take some chances with this draw. He's in a good little section, so maybe he can make some noise here. Um, and if he doesn't, Miami is right around the corner. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get another shot soon enough. Yeah. So let's see who else. Vika and Serena are back. The two mommies are both back. I'm super happy, of course, for Serena. I'm also very, very happy for Vika. I mean, she's been through, they've both been through a lot of stuff in the last couple of years. So it's, it's really crazy. It's good to see them back. Yeah, Ser- Serena's, she's very happy to be back. And she's, you see a lot of her, uh, her Instagram and Snapchat stuff. She can't wait to get out there. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to see how she looks. She's, you know, every time I see her in her exhibitions and the backup and stuff, each time, so far, she's looked a little bit better each each go, yeah. and I think putting her in an actual match situation under the in you know real competition, it'll it'll kind of wake things up even more. So I'm looking forward to see that uh, with Vika. I'm really I'm really looking forward to see how she does because uh, she hasn't played since Wimbledon, I think, last year, and uh, I, I feel like I think she might only be playing this tournament because it's in California where you know where her son and uh, stuff is at, where she's dealing with all this stuff. So we'll see. Hopefully, she'll be able to you know, continue traveling and, and playing for the rest of the year. I don't want to see her have to see her play this tournament and then have to, you know, keep pulling out of more stuff for the rest of the year because all of this stuff with 
for no good baby dad is not settled. I agree with that. I'm hoping for the best for her. Um, personally, if if I see her baby daddy just out on the street, we're going to have some words because um, I'm not cool with him. And I really like Vika and I support her. I mean, things have changed because a few years ago, uh, <laughs> might be a little different. But um, I mean, we really like her now. And we support her and she's she seems to be a good person and she seems to be really needed on the tour because I mean, outside of Serena, um, I mean, she's been one of the most consistent players on the tour in the last several years. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to have her back just for the game, really, you know, not even just as a fan of her personally, but as just a fan of women's tennis in general. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so let's talk about the injuries and all the people who are out, mostly on the men's side. We have some big names that are not playing this tournament because of injuries and different stuff. And it's so early in the year to talk about injuries, but it seems like right from the start in Australia, there were people who were injured and not, not playing, especially on the men's side. So there's Rafa, your fave, is not playing. Um... You want to talk about that injury a little bit that happened in Acapulco? Yeah, he, uh, I think it's a hip injury this time, which it, it kind of worries me because I, you know, if it was his knee, if it was his knee again or if it was his wrist again, I, I think I would be a little bit, you know, easier about it because he's dealt with that before and he's come through with it. And if it was his knee, I feel like, you know, he was just taking a lot of precautions and stuff with this hip thing. I'm not, I, I'm not sure how bad it is. He already pulled out a, he pulled out a, a Miami as well. Right. So I just hope that he can, you know, rest up and rehab and, you know, whatever he needs to do to be ready for the play because got a lot of points to defend. Yeah. And hip injuries, that's, that's weird. I don't think he's ever had anything like that before, but hip injuries are like they linger. So I'm hoping yeah. that it's, it's not that big of a deal. And maybe he's just like, you know, thinking, well, you know, these two tournaments aren't super duper necessary and I can just already get ready to training for the clay so he can have a strong, clay season hopefully that's where his mindset is and it's not as serious as it seems at the moment yeah I would hope that's where his mindset is but I don't think so because we know Ralph is not one to take things off his schedule he even though he should he plays he plays way too much especially when it comes to the hard courts and stuff like that and he does a lot of complaining about uh hard court surfaces and how long the season is but he refuses to shorten his schedule so it kind of you know voids all his complaints and since he's never been one to to really minimize his schedule, I don't, th- I just don't feel like that's what this is. I, I think he really just can't play because he's actually hurt. And I just, I hope it's not too bad. That's a very good point, actually. I didn't even think about that in terms of like what he usually does with his schedule. So that's a really good point. Um, we have Stan Wawrinka out still. Um, he came back and played a little bit. I don't know if that was the best choice, but he did it. And now he's out again. Yeah, he he played he played Melbourne, right? He did, but he lost. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, his, then he played. He yeah. made the semifinals somewhere else, another like a smaller tournament that just right. passed a few weeks ago. And now his knee is still hurt, so he probably should have. He he probably like he should probably be just now coming back to the tour instead right. of trying to play in Australia and these other events that he did. He he tried to rush his comeback, and he might have just made things worse. 
I, I did see where he said that it wasn't, it wasn't like the same knee pain as what caused him to have the surgery. It was just like, I don't know. I, I, it seemed odd that he described it as like a different pain. I guess maybe he was trying to downplay the injury a little bit. And just yeah, because like, he did say, he did say like it's something about it not being, you know, that serious. But if it's right. keeping you off the court. Right, you know, so long, like back to back, all these all these tournaments that you keep having to pull out. It sounds pretty serious to me. Right, I would agree with that. I hope he can come back soon too, because uh, I mean, he's not he's not the most consistent of players, but when he's on his day, he's. I mean, it's great to see him um, against the other top players and and really making some noise because he can he can hit with the best on his day. <clears throat> Um, we have Goffin still out with the same eye injury. That's crazy to me because it seems like it was long enough ago where something like that would have healed. But um, he says it's it's still a problem for him. Yeah, he really must have got beamed. I can't, that shit I, I like can't it imagine. Hurts. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever been hit in the eye like that. But I mean, and then Dimitrov hit that ball really fast too, so I can't imagine. I hope he can come back from Miami. I really like him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope so, too. We have Sanga out. Sanga is still out. I'm st- I watched him um, in the match where he injured himself, and I did not know what happened even while watching the match live. Um, he was cruising in that match, um, and then all of a sudden he was he was super injured and he could barely walk and his opponent, I think his opponent was Pui had to carry his bags off court for him. It was, it was very odd. So, and he's still out. Yeah. Uh, that's a, another knee injury. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on with these guys and they bodies falling apart like this. I mean, I know a lot of them are, uh, I guess advanced in age, you could say in tennis terms, but for all these injuries to be piling up like this, it's insane. And so early in the season. Seriously. Because Gasquet, Gasquet is out as well, and he's out with a, a knee injury too. Wow. See, I was going to ask about that. I wasn't sure what his injury was. Knee injuries, yeah. Especially on hard courts. That's a, that's a thing, for real. So many hard courts. Um, yeah. So that kind of... I guess that sums up the injuries. You want to talk about anybody else's injuries? I'm sure there's some more players. <laughs> um, uh, Lucy Staparova, she's out with injury. Wow. And Lucius Baroni is too. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what their injuries are, but they both had to withdraw. And Hallow is, she's playing, but she had, she's carrying a foot injury. And uh, I just read something about Sharapova having a neck injury or something. But Amen. she's playing. She's playing as well. But <laughs> she's playing as well. So we'll see how that works for her. She went from. Never mind. I was. I'm just let that one go. And we're gonna move on to the women's draw. <laughs> I have not that many notes about the women's draw. I. It's just part of it is just everything being so up in the air and none of these girls are very don't they lack consistency so it's just you just don't know what's gonna happen um for me 
you look at the first section, Hollip being the first seed, you mentioned that she was coming in with a foot injury, um, but she is the number one seed here. Uh, I think she, for me personally, I think she has a pretty easy going of it early. So if she does, if she is coming in with an injury, I don't think she'll be super duper tested early on. Um, I saw where she could possibly have Sibakova in the third round, but uh, Sibakova has been struggling for a while, it seems. Yeah, um, like when, when's the last time she won a match? I, I haven't even seen her do anything. Yeah. A, a, quite a while. It's been pretty rough ever since she, after she won the year in championships a couple of years ago, it's been a pretty rough go ever since, unfortunately for her. Yep. Um, I know there's Ostapenko in that section. Uh, Svetlana Kuznetsova is in that section. Uh, Conta is in that section. They're, those are all in the same quarter as Halep. Bencic is in that section. She won today 7-6 in the third. Um, but I, like I said, it doesn't seem that challenging of a section to me for Halep, especially on this. This seems to be a... Uh, the type of slower hardcore surface that would suit her game anyway. So I don't see her having problems early on. No, I don't, I don't think she'll have too much trouble. And, you know, if her, unless her uh, foot is actually really bothering her, like messing with her movement, because her movement is definitely her, one of her biggest strengths. So if she can't, if she can't move as well, then she, she might have trouble out the gate because she plays a uh, of a sister. Okay, so, yeah, I saw where she won today. If she if she uh if she can, you know, blast her off the court a little bit, then it might, it might be a problem, you know, if uh Simona can't defend as well as she as she normally would. And True. uh but uh other than that, outside of that I don't really see too many problems for her either. Um Kanta hasn't really been playing that great. No. But I mean I guess she could I guess she could get hot. Uh Kuznetsov, I don't see her doing very much of anything. Ostapenko no. hasn't been doing it anything for like all season she gets benches right out the gate uh benches has been playing pretty well yeah so um if she can keep it together then ostapenko might lose in her opening match danger danger for ostapenko and not just in terms of this tournament but uh as far as her year is going she's gonna have to try to get something started because her french over defense is not that far away nope she better get it together fast um, the next quarter of the draw is the three seed Garbenia Muguruza. Draw loser. She <laughs> was a draw loser here. She 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 got it. She got it a little harder than anybody else. I would say. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. There's there's a lot of really tough players in her section, and some of the most informed players right now are in her section. Yep. So she opens. She opens against Vickery, who just beat Bouchard. Right. Sasha's been playing all right, but you know how she she can she can lose to anybody on any given day. Um, and then her Muguruza's third round would be, uh, well, if you went by seedings, it would be Rwanda, but Rwanda would have to play the winner of Osaka and Sharapova. Exactly. And we'll see how that goes. Osaka Sharapova. That's a match I'm really looking forward to. Yes, I think. A lot of us are looking forward to that match. I'm hoping Naomi can make some noise. Uh, that would be nice to see. I will be Me watching. Too. A whole lot of noise, like yeah. off the court noise. That's what I want. 
I think whoever comes out of that match will beat Radwanska. Radwanska has been struggling for a long time. Yep. And, uh, yeah, this is, I, the seating I saw by her name, I was, it, I was still, even in knowing that she's been struggling, I was still shocked to see such a low number by her name. But then you think about it, and she really hasn't done anything for quite some time. So, yes. I, yeah, I, don't see, I don't see her meeting Muguruza in the third round. Yeah, I think she's been struggling since she won uh, the year-end championships as well. She won. When was that? <laughs> that was <laughs> Aga won in twenty sixteen. I don't know. Hold on, let me check. Twenty twenty fifteen. It had to be twenty fifteen. I think Sibakova won twenty sixteen. Sibakova won twenty sixteen. Okay, so maybe twenty fifteen. Yeah, can't, I think it was 2015. Can't be any earlier because Serena was winning before that. So. Yep, 2015 is when she won. Okay. See, I did not remember that at all. Good memory on you. Um, who else is... Okay, so she, also in this quarter of the draw, there's Coco Vandaway, there's uh, Barty, there's Petra Kvitova, and the... Uh, the well, I wouldn't say the better Pliskova, but the higher ranked Pliskova. They're all in this quarter uh, with Garbine and Muguruza. So uh, that's a that's a pretty tough draw. It'll there will be some very popcorn matches to come out of that section. Though, so that's the good part. That's the good part about it. Yeah. Uh, Kvitova is riding a thirteen match win streak right now. Go ahead, girl. The longest win, win streak of her career is 14 matches. So if she beats Putin Saver, then she'll she'll equal her her career best win streak. But uh, she does not she doesn't fare well in North America. So I don't I'm I'm not sure how how well she'll do. Maybe she might be able to take some some confidence and momentum from uh, the tournaments that she's won. But uh, we'll see. The conditions just don't agree with her at all. I'm rooting for her, but I mean, you just really never know with her. You just it's everything is always open there. Even when she's playing well, it's just like at any time it can go awry. You just, she's so unpredictable. Yep. Uh, the next quarter is Vitalina. I, okay. So some people aren't going to like this, uh, particularly because we have both Williams sisters in this section, but I personally think this is the easiest quarter of the draw. You think so? I do, because, first of all, I mean, both Williams sisters are in the draw, but, I mean, you have Serena, who's coming back from all this time off. Then you have Venus. So they, and they, they can meet each other in the third round, assuming they both get there. I'm not worried. I'm really not worried about Venus, actually, because, I mean, she's got to buy a first round anyway. And then mm-hmm. she plays either Kirstea or Nicolescu to get to the third round. So if she meets Serena in that third round, they're both, I mean, that's somebody that's, that's one Williams sister out by the fourth round at the very least. So right. then who else is in this section after you take out the Williams sisters? Oh, uh, you got Spitalina and Keys. That's it. That's it. Uh, I did write <laughs> down that Gerges was also in this section. She's been yeah. playing pretty well, and she also has a 2-0 record against Vitalina, both matches being last year. I oh, did well, write I that down. That. 
Um, but I mean, that's that, that's that's super duper it. I mean, I think this is I really do. I think this is the easiest section. Um, I wrote down that Svitolina could possibly play Carla Suarez Navarro in the third round, but Carla hasn't particularly been hot lately either. Um, I mean, that's that's really it. Just I'm banking I'm banking on the casual queen Shay Suey to to take Suarez Navarro out. <laughs> I would bet on that. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. Seriously, as long as she's not too tired, I'm, she had to come through qualies. But you know, I think she should be all right. Hope she hope she can make a little bit of a run because I had a blast watching her in Melbourne. I also wrote down um, Taylor Townsend is in this section. She plays Danielle Collins first round. I'm not super familiar with Danielle Collins, but that's another American player. So. Um, uh, I looked it up. I think Townsend is two and zero against this girl. Well, good on that. So she would get Madison Keys in the second round. That would be interesting. I would watch that. I would too. Madison yeah. will blow her off the court, though. I tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. Um, and then the last quarter of the draw is. Uh, our number two seed, who probably should still be number one, Caroline Wozniacki. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So she played Carol, she played Dubai and Doha, right? Uh, let's see. I didn't write down this stuff. Hold on. Let me look. Um, she did. She did. She's had some, some sort of unnecessary losses. After Australia, but yeah, she did play those both of those two events. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess she, you know, she got a pretty, she got an easy enough draw, I would say. Yeah, I see um, her making. I see her getting to at least the quarters. Same. I wrote down she had a, I don't know how to pronounce that girl's name. Contivate is that's close enough. Uh, she can meet Sis in the third round. Um, I wrote down that there's the Vika Heather Watson first round, so that's a match to watch there in that section. And the winner of Vika Heather Watson will play Sloan. So that's kind of something to watch. And um, they could also, whoever comes out of those two matches could possibly see Katakina in the third round. Um, but that was all I had as far as notable matches in that section. Um, Garcia, Caroline Garcia, Daria Gavilova, um, and Angie Kerber are also in that section. So, And Angie's been playing pretty well. She's, uh, she's doing a lot better at the start of this year. And so, we cannot leave out defending champion Elena Vesnina. <laughs> she is also in this section. It's so funny. I, I keep forgetting that she won the tournament. But uh I'm not sure. I don't think she's done anything else since then. And I don't I really don't think she's done anything this year. So uh I see, you know, she'll uh, I was about to say I see her making a third round, but she could get Bellis in her, you know, first round and I could definitely see CC taking her out. I could see that. So yeah. What is, is Vesnina, she seated? Vesnina got a little tough. Who, Vesnina? Yes. Yeah, she's 24 seed. She gets a buy into the second round. 
So she, she would get Bellis in round two if, if Bellis can uh, come through her first match. And then she would get Kerber in the third. And oh. she's no way she's getting through Kerber if she makes it there. Mm-mm. And, uh, yeah, Caroline Garcia. I, I see, I think I see uh, Garcia versus Kerber in that fourth round. Popcorn. And, uh, Wozniacki, I'm not sure who she'd play. You know what? And see, I wrote down that this was Wozniacki's section, and I didn't write a single thing about Wozniacki. Like, Sloan, Sloan finally won a couple matches, but I don't think that's enough to bank on to try to give her a run here. Um, I don't even know who to pick between Vika and Watson. Vika beat, beat her last time they played, which was at Wimbledon last year. But... but. She ha- she's been gone for a while, but yeah. Watson also ain't that great. So Watson's been gone for a while too, hasn't she? Has she? I think well, I so. Don't know. I don't know. We never see her except Wimbledon anyway, so I really don't know. Right. Wimbledon Hobart. Yeah, that's it. Um so I I actually wrote down Simona Hollop as my winner for this tournament. I would agree with that. I think I, I think we might be on our way to another Hollow Movement final. Which I will not watch. I'm sorry. Can't. Um and I've that Australian Open Final was really good though. Did you see that? I did. I watched it and I was I was super duper happy for Caroline, but I don't know if I'm gonna watch it again, especially not on this super slow hardcore. I just don't know. Oh. Indian Wells is really insufferable when it comes to the course speed. It is, and the the finals always seem to be windy too. Uh, I just, I'm good. I might skip it. The only way I'll probably yeah, watch the final is if there's a Williams there, which is you know me, one hundred percent of the time anyway. So. Yep. Um, I've I it feels weird for me to pick Simona Hollip because I've literally never picked her to win anything before. But like I said, I mean she got that easy section and I don't I don't know. I think I think the foot injury probably isn't a big deal because it seems to me personally like she's always I think that's her way of downplaying pressure is to say that she has an injury coming in because I feel like she always has an injury coming into right. a Right, you hear that a lot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden here she is in the latter round, still here, holding on. So, um, hey, I'm not, I'm not believing the hype on that one, and uh, I, I'm calling her winner. Yeah, I think she will. She, um, yeah, you, that, you know what? That foot injury can't be much anything because she's in the doubles draw too. Look at that. Everybody should be in the doubles draw. I mean, money, yeah, a whole million dollar, million dollar bonus would be sweet. But check this out. Uh, only two people have completed the sweep. And that was Davenport in 97 yeah. and Zavonna Rava in 2009. Zavonna Rava? Yeah. Hmm. The Davenport one doesn't surprise me because Lindsay had hands. And I mean the volley hands. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. I didn't... Zavonna Rava is a pretty good doubles player too, so I can't take that away from her. Yeah, I just didn't know she won this title in singles. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember that at all. But that was back when we didn't watch Indian Wells, so we right, right, we can't be blamed for that. 
All right, so I guess that's it for the women's draw. We want to move to the men. Uh, yep. So, of course, our number one in the world, once again, Roger Federer. Um, I do not think he will be tested early, uh, you know, per usual. But I'm interested to see him play um, Philip Krajinovic if they meet in the third round. I don't know anything about that guy. <laughs> uh, he made he made noise. He made it to the final of was it Paris indoors? It was one of the big tournaments at the end of the year last year, and he like came in and made it all the way to the final, um, like just out of nowhere. Um, so he's I mean he's he's a pretty good player. He's I think he's still pretty young. Um, yeah, it was the Paris Masters. Okay. Yay for my memory. Jack Sock. Ugh, okay. Um <laughs> I also wrote down that some of uh Oh he's twenty six. He ain't that young. Oh. He's young though, because that's our age. We're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I also wrote down that some of uh Roger's main hoes, excuse my French, are in this section. Manorino, Fognini, Burditch. Uh, that's that's Fed's main bitch right there. Um, they're all in this section. He got he has something and love records against both Manorino and Fognini. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, I did write down. This is not about Roger though. That I would like to see uh, Hyun Chung make some noise. Maybe get past Burdich. He's in the same little section as. Tomas Burdich, so maybe he can do something there. I would, I think, honestly, I would probably rather see Chung against Roger than Burdich because we just already know how that's gonna go, and we don't right. even we don't need to watch that. They don't even need to go on the court. Like if they play, have to play each other, just just send Fed on to the next round. We the dude hasn't beaten him in so long, hasn't even challenged him in the last several years. So I don't. There's no point in that. Um, Dominic Tiem is in this section. He's 16 and three on the year, which I actually sort of thought his record was worse. I feel like he's had more losses, but that's probably just my own personal frustration peeking out. Um, and he does have one title. Um, yeah, but then he's also, I mean, he had, Verdasco straight up bodied him in Rio, um, bageled him and everything. And then Delpo did pretty much almost the same thing in Acapulco the next week. So you just, you really don't know about him. This court is slower, so maybe that'll help. Uh, but um, yeah. We'll see. I have no faith in uh, TM when it comes to hard courts. No. So I, I don't see him making too much noise here. If, um, if Shaco can come through, then I, I could see Dennis taking him out in round three. I did write that um, down too. But I don't, I don't see him, um, even if he makes it, you know, all the way through there, I don't see him getting out of the fourth round. Whether he plays Chung or Burdich, I don't see him, I don't see him making it out of that. I don't either. Seriously, so I'm, uh, I almost want to, I think I want to say uh, it'll be a, a Chung Federer uh, quarterfinal. That'd be cute. I'm here for it. Um, the next section, what do I have? No, that's not right. Oh, anyway, my bad. I had a small error. Um, 
the next section is Dimitrov. Uh, I personally am a little bit disappointed in Grigor. Uh, he's 10-3 and three on the year with zero titles. He's had some very unnecessary losses. He did. He lost to Kyrgios in Brisbane, which was Kyrgios. Kyrgios actually ended up winning that tournament. Um, but then he lost to Kyle Edmund in Australia. Um, he got straight up embarrassed by Roger Federer in Rotterdam. Um, and then went and lost to Jaziri in Dubai. So um, I, I'm, I don't want to say he's, he's taken steps backwards just yet because we're still early on in the year. But I, I'm sure this is far from the start he would like to have um, coming into 2018. He came into this year at, what, like number three, I think. So um, he's not really having the results that I'm sure he would want to have at this point. Yeah, he uh he better get it together though because he could get Verdasco in his opening match. And yes, Verdasco he like to punch people out. Right, so. especially the top players. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if Grigor can come through that. If he can come through that, then he get uh, probably get Rublev in the third round, which right. would prove to be another tough one for him. Exactly, and maybe uh, Batista Agut in the fourth round, which would be another one. So Batista Agut is he in form. Up. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got to he's got to do something here sooner or later and especially while we're still on hard courts i mean he's great on all surfaces but uh hard courts are probably his best surface so i would think he would want to do something at these big tournaments and try to um you know put these some of these losses that he shouldn't have had behind him and maybe do well at these two big events um curios is in this section back from injury with his right elbow hasn't played since davis cup um yeah, so what do you think about him? Do you think he's going to do anything? you think he's going to punch somebody in the face or get in an argument or anything? If he if he's feeling good, I he, you know, put it like this. If he's feeling good, he should make it through his section. He should make it to the quarterfinals because none of these guys here should be should should be even Kevin Anderson, who's the number 7 seed. Right. Kira, Kira should should make it through all of these dudes, but I don't know. Like I don't see any. I don't see any huge names sticking out at me that would make him wake up and really want to take somebody's head off. Because uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's one of the, you know one of the players that needs a, a a big face across the net for him to really right. kind of get things going. I don't see that happening for him throughout this. But if you know if he's feeling good, he should, by all respects, be able to get through this. I agree Seriously. with like, that it, completely. It, like mm-hmm. we should have. A curious Dimitrov quarterfinal, but uh, I'm probably feeling more of a, a Batista Boot and maybe Kevin Anderson uh, quarter. Yep. No, well, Karen Kashnikov is in there too. I did write him down. Um, I didn't say his name because I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I did write him down. I think I said it wrong, but whatever. We all know. We know. It's all right. Um, the next section, Sasha Zverev. Also not quite having the greatest of seasons right now. Eight and three on the year with zero titles. Um, outside of Davis Cup, he did win both of his matches, I believe, at Davis Cup right after Australia. Um, he hasn't played well. Uh, I personally, and we talked about this before, I think he's in a little bit of a sophomore slump. I think it was early onset. 
Um, his last title was in Toronto last year before the U.S. Open. And after he won Toronto last year, he went 9-9 nine and nine through the rest of the year. Um, and now he's 8-3 and three so far this year. So um, what do you think about Sasha's chances here and, I mean, going forward, really? I think he got a good draw here. I think he should be able to play his play his way into this a little bit. Um, he would get he could possibly get roundish third round. Mm-hmm. Most likely to happen if roundish is playing well. Um, if he's feeling good, because I know he's been dealing with uh, some injuries and stuff like that. But uh, Milos, he would get a quarter. He would get a qualifier in his first match, so you know it should be easy enough on him. But um, I think Zverev should take be able to take him out, and he would get Schwartzman in the fourth round, which could could be tough, but. I, I I'd see Zverev coming through this. Hopefully, at least you know I, I got my fingers crossed. He's one of my favorite of the of the next gen, so they say. But um, I I I, I want him to come through, but he he hasn't had that many good results this year, like at all for real. So I don't know. His his first round will be against Suso or Yuzni, and I'm sure he can dispatch both of them, but. Let's hope we'll so. see. Yeah. We talked about Francis Tiafo. He's also in this section. Yeah, he would get Lopez. If he, if he gets through his first round, he gets Lopez in the second. Lopez doesn't do well off grass. And this is a slow hardcore. So come on, Francis. And then possibly Jack Sock in the third round. If Jack can come through. He's been, he been dropping some unnecessary matches, too. Amen. I ain't mad at it, though. Yeah, not at all. Um, the final quarter of this draw um, is Marin Chilich, the number two seed. So the first thing I wrote down for this section is Marin Chilich is number three in the world. What? Wait, when did this happen? I don't know. Uh, I, I really don't. I'm a little bit before. I mean, I know he has he has two slam finals to his name right now. He um, did just make the Australian Open final, didn't he? Yeah, and then he made wow. the Wimbledon final last year. Yes. Yep. So um, that's better results than some of these other boys who are now behind him in the rankings, um, mm-hmm. and I guess. I guess that's why Grigor was up there at number three, but he ain't been doing shit. So there you go. Yeah, Grigor. What does Grigor rank like? Four now, five. I. He's got to be four, right? I think he, he's number three seed here. I think he's number four. Yeah. That's got to be right. Yeah, cause, cause yeah, it's just because Rafa's out. Yep. But I mean, even still, I was I'm just it's shocking to see Marin Children's name that high. I didn't think we would ever see that. No disrespect to him. I just um yeah. But you know, good job for him. It's it's pretty cool being number three in the world. I mean I guess. <laughs> so uh Novak is in this section. Uh he gets a qualifier. In the second round, and uh, yeah, possibly Kenny Shakur in the third round, who's also on the 
comeback trail. K won the Dallas Challenger earlier this year, and then he lost to Kevin Anderson at the New York Open and Shapovalov in Acapulco. Those are respectable losses. losses. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that'll be interesting, especially if if Novak and K do meet in that third round match. That would be uh, interesting to see since both of them are coming back. Yeah, I still feel like it's too early for Djokovic to be coming back because he just he just had a surgery not not so long ago, so uh, he I mean he must be ready if he if he's if he's gonna well you know what I can't say that because he wasn't ready in Australia and he played anyway. I think he's hard headed because he was he's been doing this for a couple a few years now where he's he's not really where he should be and he's not ready but he's going ahead and playing anyway and um, everybody can't be Serena, so. Uh, Wait a second. Ferrer is seated. Oh yeah, he's got. He's a low seed, but he's seated. I didn't even know he got his ranking back up like that. Oh, it's down. I thought he. I thought he fell lower than that though, because I haven't seen him anywhere doing anything. Like I thought he felt like he wasn't getting. He wasn't seated in places because his ranking was so low. Okay, so we're gonna pause right here because my. Eggplant Parmesan is ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but we were talking about for real. I'll be right back. All right. So while I am taking a break in the kitchen, Donnell and I decided that it would be a great time for you to hear from our sponsors. These are sponsors who chose to support us, and we hope that you will choose to support them just as you support us because they support us. So please listen to the following announcements. Listen up, ladies. Your man got them beaver teeth, look like he could build you a dam in the middle of fucking Indian Ocean. Does he have a body like Channing Tatum and a voice like Pee Wee Herman? Do his chest hairs like ground beef or his feet like mini machetes? Well, do I have news for you. Get him beat. We'll have your man picking up his dirty drawers and popping his own blackheads in no time. And for only $20 a month. We specialize in taking your boyfriend, fiance, husband, or ball and chain from childable to lovable or your money back. So bring him over to one of our stores, located all over the country, and leave his ass there until you feel like looking at him again. Get him beat stores. We won't beat him up, but we'll beat him to perfection. Leave behind James Brown and pick up James Vanderbeek. All right, I'm back. Okay, cool. Okay, so back to Ferrer. Uh, yeah, I... I don't know. I kind of I I said last year that I thought he was going to retire at the end of the season, but yeah, me too. Uh, he's still out here doing his thing. He's not doing it nearly as well as he was maybe a few years ago. But I mean, got to make that money. He's still top fifty, so he's doing all right. I'm sure. Yeah, more power to him, I guess. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, he makes the third round at least because uh. Who would he, he would, have? He would play he Tennis Sangren or I don't know who this other guy is, and I can't even say his name. <laughs> whoever whoever this other guy playing Tennis Sangren is, hopefully he's the one that Ferrer is playing. Okay. Sangren doesn't deserve to win anything. Oh shit. Amen and amen. I uh I did write down Ferrer third round for Delpo because Delpo is in this section. So he would Delpo could possibly have uh Damonar in the second round and then maybe Ferrer in the third round. 
Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good draw for Delpo. I see. I wrote that down too. Um, I mean, with K being here, he's five and two against K. He's ten and two against Martin Chilich, the two seed. Um, he certainly has a losing record against Novak, and Novak won all three matches in 2017. But we're not we're not yet speaking of the same Novak. So we don't right. know how he's going to do or, you know, anything like that. And Delpo is playing pretty well right now, just won a tournament. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think this is a pretty good section for him, too. I, I could maybe Back see him inside the out top here. ten? Yes. Actually, you know what? He was in the top ten before last week. I looked, and he was, like, number nine or something. And I was shocked at that because I was like, did he have, like, top ten results at some point? I missed it. But apparently he was he was already there. I'm happy for him. I am too. I'm um I just uh I hope for his continued health and success because he deserves he's one of the nicest players on tour and um one of the most talented players on tour as well. So uh yeah. I'm hoping for good things for him this year. I'm looking at uh, Chilch's uh, section here. He should definitely give it a come through this. Like, I don't even see trouble in on his in his way, like at all. Like he, he, Cole Schreiber in the third round, I see Chilich handling him. Uh, Is Isner's not playing very well right now at all. Who? Mm. <laughs> and then you got uh, Mueller and Monfils as well. So, but yeah. I don't see any of these guys troubling Chilich. They shouldn't. Uh, you know? And it, but a, a lot of times in the past, he's just troubled himself, to be quite honest. So we'll see what he does as a 2C. That's new for him. So who are you picking to win this title? Roger Federer. Yeah, Federer. <laughs> Yeah. Can't you can't go against him, especially not right now. Like he's he's the yeah. only person who seems to be, you know, completely healthy and playing even remotely well for real. Like everybody else is, is either these young guys who can't keep it together, or you know his contemporaries who are just super injured. I, I he's, he's healthy. He's yeah. playing good. Number one, he got it. I can't even be mad. I mean he. He's he's giving these other guys a lesson, and and most of the the ladies too, in how to take advantage of your opportunities when they arrive. Yep. Um, you know the people who have had his number, the players that have been beating him the last five years or so are gone, and he is here, and he's taking all the big titles. And I mean, that's just that's what you do. That's what that's what that's what you're supposed to do. Um, he's he's letting all the girls know what they should have done, and I, I can't be that upset about it. He also said that he doesn't think he's gonna catch Serena, so I'm not mad at all now. Yeah, I heard that. I was I, I feel like that's just him running his mouth though, but you know, I hope he's right. Me too. Seriously, maybe maybe he knows something we don't know. Maybe he plan on hanging it up before he gets there. About to have another set of twins, and then. You're going to have to call it a day with, with six kids or something. I don't know. Damn. Back injury. 
don't know. He's just, he's just so, he just, he's never had any really, really big drastic injuries or anything that would take him out for a prolonged amount of time. And I don't see that happening now. It's like all of a sudden he's just as healthy and as strong as he's ever been. Yep. It's crazy how to to, this the switch flip like that. That's he 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 was he wasn't doing very well. Like he was he wasn't doing poorly, but he just wasn't yeah, he wasn't winning standards. the the yeah, he wasn't he just wasn't winning the biggest of the titles the way he's accustomed to because there were other players who were doing it instead. And now those other players aren't there. Right. Djokovic Djokovic is playing, but he's coming back from injury. Who knows how he's gonna look? Rafa's out with his hip injury. Murray is out rehabbing his hip. Lord. Poor Andrew. I'm still Team Murray Hive. I'm waiting for him to come back. Yeah, he ho- he ho- said he hopes to be back in May, so I think he wants to come back on the clay, but I think Don't he should do just get to the grass. Yeah, I agree. Or even the summer hard courts, to be honest. Maybe play. Maybe he can play doubles at Wimbledon. Or mixed. They'll lose their minds if he can't play singles there. Yeah, that's true. Which mixed doubles titles does Serena need? She needs... I know she needs Roland Garros. And Melbourne, I think. Oh, damn. Never mind. I think. I, I think you're right. No, wait, no. I think she won Roland Garros, didn't she? And mixed? Let me check. I think... No, that's Venus. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She Venus. She beat Serena in that final, though, right? Oh, damn. I don't yeah, know. the '98 mixed doubles French Open final. Um, Serena lost that to Venus. Venus. Yeah, Venus damn. and uh, what? Who Venus played with? Gimmelstab. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, she needs uh, she needs Paris and Australia, Serena. That makes sense, because those are the two that she attempted to play about six years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we won't speak of that, though. Um, that's, that's all I have for notes as far as these draws go. Um, I'm calling the two number ones as the champions. So we'll see what happens. Yep, I'd agree. Um... Okay, so something we want to do um, to stand out a little bit is include our own power rankings, as we call them, um, at the end of the episodes. So for our power rankings, these are just where we think the tour is right now and what the rankings in our mind actually are as opposed to what the reality is on the rankings list. Um, For me... And speaking of the women first, um, I have Petra as number one for my power rankings. Um, tough, she had tough losses in Australia, but she's had two titles since then. Also, Fed Cup wins. She's very strong in Fed Cup. Um, and like you said, she's on a 13-match winning streak coming into this. 
So for me, she's number one in the power rankings. We'll see how she does here. That could, yeah. this could completely take her out of my power rankings by Miami. Definitely, we'll definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I definitely put her as number one as well. I have Alina Zvitalina at number two. Uh, two titles in Brisbane and Dubai. Uh, she's playing pretty well. Uh, she just uh, killed a few girls uh, a couple days ago in Madison Square Garden. I don't know if her rent was due or what was going on, but she really, really wanted that $250,000. Uh, she dropped She dropped a total of six points and three super tiebreakers, and three of them were to Venus. Um, yeah, she just, she said everything was going in. She bageled Coco, so that was pretty glorious to watch. Uh, yeah, so I have her at number two. I think she's doing all right. I personally don't know a lot about her game. I need to watch her more to see, um, what she does that makes her so difficult for a lot of these girls to best. I've watched her, I've watched her play several times, and I still don't understand it. (laughs) Like I really don't get it. Like it, she's not. She's not. She's a good player. She's not a bad player. Nothing. Anything like that. But it's like it's un, it's uninspired. I guess is what I can call it because it it nothing about her game uh, screams special or screams you know number one to me at all. Like I don't. I don't. I don't see her game holding up the way. Um, a top player should at least if she doesn't if she doesn't continue to to add on to it like I could see her having the same type of fall off that Bouchard had you know it's funny because when I think about her I do think about Bouchard and like in your description of Zvitalina that's that's the name that was coming to my mind as you were describing Zvitalina was Bouchard like I feel exactly the same way about her except uh Alina is obviously just a much better version of that because Jeannie only managed to win one title for for all her efforts. Oh my gosh! Crazy, right? I, you know, but I do remember like her in 2014 when she made she made the Wimbledon finals. She made those other two Slam semifinals, but there was like almost nothing in between those slams. Yeah, she uh, she won. Uh, what was it? Was it Nuremberg, I think? The clay tournament, a small clay tournament that she won. And that was in uh, 2014, you know, during her, her rise. But uh, after that, there's a whole lot of nothing. Tragic. So, yes, I think uh, she, made, she made a couple other finals. Yeah, she, she's won, her record on finals is one in five. So she's lost four. Um, she lost five finals. So uh, that's uh, not uh, very good. Well, she still has her looks, so. Um, I have Wozniacki at number three, of course, because she won Australia. She's had some unnecessary losses since then, but uh, I still have her at number three. She's still, I, I, and I say unnecessary losses, but uh, she did lose to Petra in Doha. Right. So um, that's that's still a pretty respectable loss. I do know also because I was watching that match for a little bit that she was she was well up in that match and I don't I turned it off so I don't know if she went off a little bit. Um, I can certainly believe that Petra got hot because that's what she does. So 
Um, either way, that's a that's that's not a terrible loss. Yeah, definitely. Let me see. You said we'll see. You put Wozniak in number three. Yes. Yeah, I'll give her that. <laughs> yeah, I'll give her that. Slam champ. You know, you, she'll carry that momentum with her for the rest of the year. I so, hope so. I hope so. You know, and she, and she you know, she had the, the number one ranking for a little bit too. So I'm sure she's still riding high on confidence, even though she she um lost those couple tournaments in between. But I'm sure she'll be fine. Right. Um, I have Kerber at number four. Uh, she won Sydney, made the finals, I mean, the semifinals in Australia, um, and then losses to Wozniacki and Zvitalina uh, after that. Uh, those aren't horrible losses. She actually uh, has a pretty bad record against Vitalina, which I didn't realize until they played in Dubai. Um, but Zvitalina went on to win that title, so that's not a terrible loss for Kerber. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But I have her at number four yeah, in my think, power rankings. Uh, I feel like uh, I think I would put Hallop at number four just because she's world number one, and I feel like she'll she'll carry that momentum with her a little bit. I think she's she proved in Australia that she's done a little bit better with uh with like uh the pressure and like, expectations and stuff like that. The way she the way she fought and got out of a lot of those situations. So I think she'll carry, even though she uh, she's another person who didn't do too much in between, you know, then and now. Um, I think she'll look back on what she accomplished in Australia, and uh, I think she'll carry that over into these other big events. So I think I would give Hallop number four. All right, all right. I have her as my number five. Do you? Who do you have as your five? Kerber at number five. Okay, so we just switched. That's cool. Yeah. Um, for the men, of course, Roger is number one. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to discuss that any further. I, I have, (laughs) (laughs) I have Bautista Agut at number two, actually. He's had, he had two titles in Auckland and Dubai. Dubai was his first, uh, 500 title. Um, interestingly enough, and there will be, um, sort of a pattern with this, but he did lose in the first round in Melbourne. But outside of that, he's actually had an okay year, and he's playing well coming into this event. Yeah, I would give him that as well. Not very much to choose from. There's not these guys because the a lot of a lot of the guys are injured, and they're just. There, there hasn't been very much going on since Australia. Right. Um, I have Delpo at number three. He won Acapulco, which is his first 500 title since 2013. Um, wow. Another final in Auckland. Uh, and continuing the pattern from Melbourne of early losses, he lost in the third round in Melbourne. Yeah, I, would, I, I agree with... Uh, your position on Del Potro. And he's back in the top 10, so... Yeah. I hope he can keep I, it going. I think he will. It's, um, I think the court here is, is good for him. Yeah. 
Um, I have Kevin Anderson at number four for winning the New York Open finals in Acapulco and Pune and confidence from the U.S. Open run last year. Um, continuing my pattern, he lost first round in Australia. Damn. Yep. Kevin Anderson. Yeah, I, I have nothing to disagree with there. I, like I said before, there's not much to go on. No. Um, I have Luca Pui at number five. Uh, he won Montpellier, and then he had finals in Marseille and Dubai. And once again, continuing the pattern, he lost first round in Melbourne. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Federer is really the only standout player on the ATP right now. It, it's slim pickings, for real. Um, and then I know we only have five, but I am giving an honorable mention to Diego Schwartzman. He's 11-5 and five on the year and just won a title in Rio. He was very happy about that. So I'm giving him an honorable mention. Um, there's been... Not that many titles to go around since Melbourne, but they've all gone to different players. Nobody's really um, mounting any sort of consistency at all. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting event, this tournament. Yeah, I think so, too. The draws, both draws seem like they're pretty well balanced for the most part. So, I think uh, a, lot of th- a lot of it should be pretty routine at least through to the fourth round. I agree with that. So we will see. All right. Well, do you have anything else? Oh, Lord. Mary Carrillo is on my screen right now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I think, I, I think we covered everything I needed to say. All right. Me too. So, uh, Everyone who's listening, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Our joint Twitter associated with this podcast is at Hold Your Ponytails. Um, it would have been, yeah, we said it, but that was already taken. So I had to get creative that the Twitter handle is at Your Ponytails. Hold Your Ponytails. Hold Your Ponytails. And the yeah is only a Y and an A because it's supposed to be shady. So hold your ponytails. <laughs> um, my personal Twitter account is at Hey Baby and Donnell. I'm at uh, I am Nails. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, we said it. So this has been fun. Um, I hope you're back, and I hope we are back for more fun in the future. And um, thank you for listening. Thanks. Bye bye. Peace.